0: Greetings. I'm Jack Ward of the Sonic Society and the parent company, Electric Vicuna Productions. In 2004, I began this long road of writing for audio drama in earnest. A friend of mine was part owner in an internet radio station and asked if I'd be interested in writing content. I agreed and wrote and co-produced my first radio drama, Right Number, Wrong Party, in homage of Lucille Fletcher's compelling, some say best radio drama ever written, Sorry, wrong number. I was fascinated with the use of the telephone as a vehicle to transport characters to intrigue and danger. Just last year, Tim Heffernan spoke to me about this brand new venture of his own, to transform Dramapod into a site where writers, actors, producers, and directors can all come together in a hub of creative work and focus. I've been slowly seeding the Sonic Society for 10 years now, With the original content I produced through EVP and its earlier Incarnation Sonic Cinema Productions. Since many people have asked for a podcast feed strictly of my own original work to listen to, I thought this was an excellent opportunity to go back into the archives and provide for anyone interested the development of EVP and myself as a writer and producer of audio drama. So sit back, Relax, turn the lights down low and the volume up as I present the first produced show, Right Number, Wrong Party, from the Shadowlands Theater Collection. It's magic time.
1: can't help but listen when you pick up the receiver, voices as close as a heartbeat, as near as your neighbor, as distant as the grave. There's something unsavory and satisfying as you listen to the unintended, as you pick up the messages of the mundane, as easily as the sins of the soul. Voyeurs of the Wire, in a wired world. Hold your breath and listen once more as you cross the Deadline. Listen carefully. Benny Hadley is on a mission. After a stellar career as a hero rookie cop. Ten years later, he's a hero with feet of clay. What would you do? Would you answer the ring of a phone in an empty phone booth down a lonely street? I wonder if you do everything you were told."
2: job or what I don't know never mind everything's in place I got enough problems this guy ain't gonna off himself you know Uh, okay good listen up you just got in town right yeah
3: right just arrived
2: great that's communicating see that just like a marriage little give-and-take right
3: give-and-take who's the target
2: don't know don't care I just broker the deal. Let's do this by the numbers. Go to Paranaso's restaurant, Columbian Lake. Look for a table with a single carnation on it. Be there in 20 minutes.
3: What? Wait! Uh, Columbian what? Hello? Hello? Columbian Blake? Hello? Operator, how may I help you? Operator, where's that last call from?
2: I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you mean. The
3: last call. Last call to this phone booth. I'm sorry, sir. I don't have that information. Is there something else I can do? Damn it. Listen, my name is Officer Bennett Hadley. My badge number is 42319, and I'm I need sorry, to know... i Officer Hadley. I do not have that information. Would you like to speak with my supervisor? Hell yes, I would. Just a second. What is it?
4: Hi, honey. Just wanted to see if you're on your Damn way. Damn it, Sharon.
3: I'm on the phone.
4: What? Oh, I'm Sir? sorry. Should I... Sir, can you hold? Uh, the
3: supervisor should... will be with Forget you. Forget it.
4: Sharon? Yes, honey?
3: Look, I'm in the middle of something right now.
4: I didn't mean to make you mad. I'm not...
3: I'm not mad. You just... you just caught me at a bad time, okay? Sorry. Don't! Don't be sorry.
4: I shouldn't have called you. If you told me once, you told me a thousand times not to call it's you- It's alright.
3: I'm just- I'm just into something here. I found something. Work-related. I don't know ben, what's going-
4: what's going on? You're scaring me.
3: Don't be scared. Gotta make a stop, that's all. Then I'll be home.
4: Please hurry, Ben. Remember, we're going to see the new house.
3: I might be late.
4: Well, when will you know? Don't know. Sharon?
3: you ever feel like everything's about to change? finally able to be seen seen never mind doesn't matter look i'll be there when i can
4: okay honey well i'll be on my cell doing the errands just remember we've got to see the new house just let me know when
5: Welcome to Paranesos. Are you dining alone today? No.
3: I I mean, yes. Uh, Is there a table for me?
5: A table for you? Let me check. Your name, please, sir.
3: I don't know. I mean, I don't know the name it's reserved under. If I could just look over there. Where? The the table with the flower. The carnation.
5: Ah, yes. The white carnation. We had bets, you know, the kitchen staff and I, whether or not the man would return to his table. How long has he been gone? Gone? Hmm. About ten minutes or so. Asked for the phone, made a call. He just left? Yes, and he wanted this flower in this vase on this table. Bella, no? Yes, beautiful. My wife's favorite. This way, please. Here, I will get you the menu. Thanks. Just a minute. This
3: envelope. Is this yours?
5: What? Oh, no, sir. It was left by the other man.
3: I see. What did he look like? Scusi? Don't worry. He left it for
5: me. See. Si. I'll get the menu. Hmm.
3: Just place it on the table. I'll be with you in a minute.
5: Scusi, sir? There's a phone call for you. For me? See, si. Table with the carnation. Here, here's a remote phone. You did. So
3: thanks. That will be all. Thank you. Of course, sir. Yes?
2: Good. You made it before they cleared the table.
3: I was expecting to meet you here.
2: Who told you that? I just thought Don't. that we... do You do your job. Play this right. Seventy grand's yours. Screw it up. We're all going to get annoyed with each other.
3: Don't worry, you got the right guy.
2: Here's the deal, I keep strictly hands off. That way, things go bad, they don't know me. You don't know me. We work through channels, one phone call. Miss it, we walk our separate ways, you got it? Capiche. Great, find the envelope?
3: Sure, half under the plate. Good, the key? Yeah, inside with the paper.
2: Go to Bradford train station, numbers on the key a package in a locker there. I'll call you on the third phone the east end of the station, right by the locker.
3: Okay. Third phone, east end. See you there?
5: Are you ready to order, sir?
3: Actually, I'm sorry. I gotta go. That was my dinner companion. He's had a problem.
5: Nothing serious, I hope, sir. Me too. But it's sounding more serious all the time.
3: Me, Colin.
6: Kripes, you were supposed to call in. When I couldn't get a hold of you, I called your home.
3: Jeez, Colin, why did you do that?
6: I told you, you never answered yourself.
3: Oh, it must have been the subway, killed the signal. I had to get to Bradley Station.
6: Train station? What are you doing there?
3: Never mind that. I need you to get a trace going. Crap. What? Sharon called twice, both from home and her cell. What did you do? panicker her?
6: You know me better than that, Ben. She sounded worried. She said you weren't yourself. Damn it,
3: damn it! Now I have to call her back and calm her down. don't have time for this crap.
6: Ben, I'm supposed to be your partner. I should have been home hours ago, but I'm waiting at my desk wondering what the hell's going on.
3: I need you to do a trace on (sighs) 901-555-8736.
6: Ben, you know I trust you. But I can't get a trace without knowing what's going on. Suppose the sergeant comes in. What am I supposed to tell him?
3: Look, I've got five minutes. I haven't even found the locker yet.
6: Locker? What? Ben, don't make me keep asking.
3: Okay, Colin, I'll tell you everything. Let me call back after the trace. Just tell the sergeant you're waiting for me to report in. I'll be like ten minutes, okay? Colin, okay?
6: Fine, Ben, okay. I'll get the phone traced. When?
3: Just have the operators monitor it for five minutes or so and get a location, okay?
6: Okay, Ben. Five minutes.
3: Thanks, Colin. Gotta run. Careful, Ben. (laughs) Sound like my wife. 24... Three, four, six, or seven. Okay, key. Damn it. I'll fit in the lock. Okay, it's time. got the case. Ring. Damn you. Ring. No. No. Damn it. You said third phone on the east side, not fourth. That's that's not my call. Oh, crap. Hello?
2: I almost hung up.
3: You said the third phone. This is the fourth. What's
2: this? Great school, third, fourth. What's the difference? It's just,
3: well, it doesn't, I guess.
2: They told me you were steady. You're not getting butterflies or some crap like that, are you? No,
3: no, no butterflies. Just the other phone threw me, that's all.
2: You sure? I was told I was getting a profession.
3: No butterflies. I got the case.
2: Get the pieces inside, loaded, silencers attached. I heard you prefer rifles, but this one's gotta be up close and personal.
3: Up close. Got it.
2: You gotta be within spitting distance. You empty the clip, you walk away. Take yourself a nice vacation. Right. In and out. So who and where? Don't you want to know where your money is? Well, sure. I just figured that- Look, you've done aces so far. As agreed, you get half now, the rest after the job. What's that? What? Oh, it's
3: nothing. Cell phone or something. Okay.
2: Trains and people. Both get you coming and going, don't they?
3: Coming and going. Friggin' race. Right.
2: Go to the dumpster at the Eastwich Mall. Look for a Lucky's carton. Package inside it has the first payment and the target's address. Wait, how do I contact you for the last half? Don't worry. I'll find you. Complete the payment in full. Good luck, Ace.
3: Of course it's me. You called three times. Who else calls your cell phone at this time of night?
4: Please don't be angry, honey. I was worried. You sound so agitated. Is something wrong?
3: No, no. I'm sorry, love. I know we plan to see the new place. I've been so wrapped up, I don't even know where the house is. You gotta understand, something important's come up. Can we go tomorrow? By the time I get home,
4: it will It's okay, Ben. Don't worry. The realtor gave me the keys for twenty four hours. Let's Let's go tomorrow. At lunch?
3: That'd be good. Sorry, baby. No.
4: Sorry you've had a bad day. I'll have something waiting for you when you get home. Are you
1: on your way now?
3: I just got one more thing to do, and then I'll head home. Don't wait up. Honey, someone's on the other line. Can you wait a sec? Hello?
6: What gives, partner? I thought you were going to call back. There's no traffic on that line. call. I've got my wife on
3: the other line. Sure, ma'am. Sharon, I've got to go.
4: Okay, honey. I'll see you
3: when you get home. They'll wait up. You gotta work tomorrow.
4: Ben, just... just be careful, okay?
3: Aren't I always? I love you, Ben. Yeah, I know. Bye. Bye, Ben. Sorry for the wait.
6: Not a problem, man. The wife comes first. I know.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
6: you're certainly my partner. What do you mean? One minute you're all stressed about some clandestine operation. And the next, you're whistling at the ladies passing by.
3: Not a lady.
6: (laughs) Even better. Did I tell you about the trollop who picked me up last night?
3: All 240 pounds of you? Must have been off the Russian steps.
6: No, seriously. You should have seen me.
3: Look, it wasn't a woman. I'm looking at some mighty impressive merchandise.
6: Merchandise? Stolen? Drugs? What do you got, partner?
3: Don't know quite yet.
6: Don't know or aren't telling? Come on, Ben. Let me in. You taught me everything I know about the force. We've always backed each other up. Hell, I even took those damned anger management courses with you.
3: It's not that. It's just, I don't want to be wrong this time, and when I get it right, I'll bring you in. I promise, Colin.
6: If you say so, I still think you should clue me in. You want that phone tapped? We got nothing on no. it. No.
3: Don't bother. Wrong phone. Doesn't matter. I don't need you coming in to watch my back quite yet.
6: That's what we do, Ben. We protect our own, right?
3: Serve and protect.
6: This ain't about the crack house thing, is it?
3: No, it's not. Okay, maybe it is. Gotta go. I gotta get to the mall. Okay, Bennett. Fine. No, I, I don't mean that. I mean... If you were tapping one phone and he called from another... Who called from another? He's watching me. Who's watching me? Maybe you? even right now. I I gotta go.
6: Ben! Ben!
3: That's it just missed him at the restaurant and then I sit down and the phone's right there and he tells me the third phone but it's the fourth. He's tailing me. He's watching me right now. still be there. Parrish? Colin! Ben, jeez! I wait 30 minutes for you to call back or answer your phone, and the one time you get back to me, I'm on the john. Had to make sure I wasn't followed.
6: Followed? By who?
3: Jumped on a bus to get here.
6: Where are you?
3: Here! The mall! Eastwich Mall!
6: What are you doing there?
3: My last pickup before it goes down.
6: What goes down, Ben? What the hell's happening?
3: I think I'm holding $35,000 in my hand. You hear me, Colin? $35,000. Fifties, hundreds, even thousand dollar bills.
6: Where did you get it?
3: (laughs) The dumpster. Where else?
6: Ben, you're really scaring me, man.
3: I only half believe this wasn't a crock, but this clinches it. I can go and stop it all. Stop it cold. This will change it all around.
6: Ben. Tell me what the hell's going on, please.
3: You're right, Colin. It's about the crack house and the truck full of guns and all the penny-anny crap.
6: Ben, partner, it wasn't your fault. We had good information. Turned out to be bad busts. Don't blame yourself.
3: Yeah, I was the wonder kid. The rookie going places. Remember that? You weren't partner with me then, but you remember the bank robbery, right?
6: And guys are still talking about it. Fresh out of the academy. You stopped it all, Ben. You did. No one blames you for the crap that happened afterwards. They were just bad busts. It happens. You gotta let go.
3: Colin, only thing I gotta do is go to 475 Maybush Crescent.
6: Maybush? What's there?
3: Redemption, partner. A new beginning. And I want you to be there. It's two blocks away. By the time you get here, it'll be all over. What'll be? 475 Maybush. Gotta run, Colin. Be there.
2: Damn it, Ben. What?
3: 441 Maybush, 445, 473, damn it, too
1: dark to see. Don't
3: be dead, damn it, don't be dead!
0: Freeze!
4: He's dead.
2: You sure? It's so damn dark in here.
4: Flip that switch by your left there. I tripped the breaker on the first floor.
2: Yep, he's gone, all right. Poor bastard.
4: Yes, poor bastard.
2: <laughs> One shot right through the forehead.
4: Amazing what a woman can do when properly motivated. <laughs> Be surprised how many shooting ranges are open at lunch hour.
2: Yeah. Wild the fuss. I mean. The thirty five grand I could have just shot him leaving the station instead of moving him all around town like
4: No. That. Then he'd be the martyr he thought he was. There's your money. It's still on him, stinking from the garbage though.
2: Yeah. I gotta admit, it was kind of fun. Target pays me to clip him.
4: I won't be needing the down payment for this house anymore. I never wanted to move anyway.
2: Hey, out of curiosity, why'd you do it like this? That bad?
4: <laughs> that bad? That bad ever notice how we make the greatest injuries insignificant? We love to put life in contrast. My mother used to say it wasn't that bad. Even when she'd go to bed black-eyed, beaten. It's not that bad. Dad got drunk, beat us too. We had welts from the buckle. My mom was a nurse. There was nowhere to go when you can hide it all. Not that bad. I mean, not third-world country bad. Not Nazi concentration camp bad, of hell no, not that bad at all. Well, look at the person it's made me today. <laughs> Do you believe in fate, Mr. Kitterstein?
2: Fate?
4: Yeah, fate. The old ways. Where your future is not only written, but binds you to commit the same mistakes and errors. Till you reach this moment, and you either escape it, or those circles of fate just swallow you whole.
2: I figure people make their own luck. Look, you don't got to tell me anything.
4: Yeah, I could see how someone in your line of work might feel that way. Who else do I have to talk to? After all this time, it kind of feels good to be rid of it. Oh, don't forget the bug.
2: Right. Smart thinking. That a little transmitter in his cell phone, I could hear everything. He was practically wedded to it.
4: Here, stick this in his pocket. What's this? A little protection.
2: Holy crap, it's you. Who's the guy? Parrish. Your husband's partner. I don't know. I found a picture of my wife naked doing this to my partner.
4: And you had a temper?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd be crazy jealous. Jeez, you're cold.
4: (laughs) You get used to it. Bennett told me Parrish had a weakness for girls. I found him at his favorite pickup bar.
2: And you picked him up? They've been partners for years. you never met him?
4: That's the life of a wife-beater, Mr. Kitterstein. They got this thing about jealousy and control.
2: Screw his partner. Take a picture. Planted
4: on Ben's body.
2: So the cops come. He's dead by your gun. With sexy photo in his pocket.
4: And of course I'm hysterical. I called 911 for help. The phone records on all our phones show calls between me and Ben. And of course, calls between me and Parish, And Ben and Parish.
2: Parrish could talk. Tell him what he knows.
4: What's he gonna say? What's he know? They'd expect him to say he wasn't sleeping with me. Cops protect their own, don't they? So, if they press me, I'll tell them we slept together. Ben drove me to it. His temper. The way he kept me in fear. Cops will hush the whole thing up. Self-defense. I ruin the rep of Parrish. And Ben, the dead hero cop.
2: He hurt you bad, didn't he?
4: Oh, Your concern is appreciated, Mr. Kitterstein. He won't be hurting anyone again. Parrish knew about Ben. They all did. Hell, I reported him half a dozen times. I wasn't going to end up like my mother.
2: Christ, he beat you half a dozen times.
4: No. That's all I reported. Wait at the front door every night not knowing his mood. I've had four broken bones in five years. This isn't murder, Mr. Kitterstein. It's health insurance.
2: Cops didn't do anything?
4: Rule number one. Police protect their own. Now get out. I've got a phone call to make before Parrish shows up. He's in for a big surprise.
2: You, you're going to be okay?
4: Of course, Mr. Kitterstein. Why would I be anything but?
2: No reason. Just, just be well, Mrs. Hadley. <laughs>
4: oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think I just shot my husband. Sent an ambulance. He's dying. Oh, God. Hurry.
6: 911 operator.
4: Oh what God! Is- oh God! Oh God! I think I just shot my husband. Send an ambulance. Calm He's down, man. Oh what is your name? hurry Sharon Hadley. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's my husband. Are you He's all right, Sharon? I'm sending an ambulance right away. Where I, are you? Uh, I'm at 475 Maybush Crescent. It was so dark, and he had a gun. I think, I think he tried to kill me. He had a gun, and I shot. Oh, please hurry. He's not breathing. I, I can't. Please. Please, he was crazy. He was so angry. He came in with, with a gun. I, I
1: don't know. Please You're don't. made moments waving the weapons of time on this earth. He's not How much would it take for you to be at the end of your rope? When the call comes, will you answer it? Is it correct? Are you still listening? Are you there? Or is this a deadline?
0: Right Number Wrong Party was created and written by Jack J. Ward, with performances by Ryan Sadler, Tim Dunn, Jocelyn White, Justin Jew, Amanda Johns, and Enrique Ferru. Music was composed and performed by Sharon B. Script editing by Joyce Ward. Sound effects and digital landscape by Andrew Dorfman and Rachel Knox. The Deadline is directed and produced by Andrew Dorfman and Jack J. Ward and recorded through Sonic Cinema Productions. The night Right Number Wrong Party released, we had a live get-together at the Universalist Unitarian Church of Halifax in their Art Gallery Ballroom. It was a lovely affair, and I felt both elated at the release and uncomfortable at all the attention. There were over 50 people in this small venue, and I've never done well in crowds. As a special extra, I've included an interview with Jocelyn White, one of the stars of Right Number Wrong Party. Until next week, check out the Sonic Society at sonicsociety.org and more great EVP productions at com. I'm Jack Ward. Good night. Hey, Jocelyn. How are you tonight?
4: I'm good, Jack. How are you? Thank
0: you so much for coming into the studio. I really appreciate it. What is it that you really like about radio drama as opposed to the regular acting that you do?
4: I like it because, well, in, in theater, which is what I'm more accustomed to, it's about full expression like body face vocals everything and camera it's very much about the face and then radio it's so much about the voice so it's just a new component for me because I'm not as used to it as the other two formats so it's something to sort of stretch the acting chops because it's so easy to express yourself with your face and it's so easy to express yourself with your body when you've got training but it's it's sometimes a whole new challenge to do it all with just your voice when people can't see what expression you're making, and I have a very expressive face, so it's it's a huge challenge for me to take it out of that and put it in my voice.
0: There's a, there's a fair amount of preparation that goes in that you put into your characters. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can run down for the listeners, sort of what happens, sort of like once you get a script in hand, you know, what kind of practices do you go through before it actually gets recorded?
4: Um, personally, I go through the script on my own and mark it up to oblivion (laughs) I don't think anybody else could read a script once I'm done with it Um, I I probably mark it up more than other people do but I like to really sort of know where I'm going because I try so many different things and I try to make it sound different all the time so then when I sort of hit on one that I really like I kind of like to remember it and even though it, it still changes depending on what reaction I get from the other actors I have that Base to go back to, so I do a lot of script work on my own, and then uh, with the other actors, we go through it several times and and sort of see how we're feeding off each other, and then get notes from the director. Which... It
0: sounds like you, you almost find the voice of your character in, in itself. That's which is interesting, just by by reading it over on yeah. your own. That's yeah. really cool. You've got a number of different characters. In Shadowlands, can you run over a couple of the different characters that you're going to be showing up in some of the new episodes?
4: The first one I think was was Sharon in Right Number Wrong Party, the the abused wife who uh, literally finds her voice. <laughs> I guess <laughs> if that's not giving too much away. <laughs> uh, who else? Did, uh, the remote possibility I was a scientist who um, there was a neat twist in the end of that one as well. Um, and she's sort of, she was kind of my Scully character. Ah. You know, the the non believer who. Right. Sort of switches roles in the end and comes to believe and, and see things that she hadn't been able to see before. Who, oh, Zuna. Princess Zuna. You know I was waiting for Zuna.
2: <laughs> I, I want to hear Zuna. I don't remember
4: any of the lines. Wait,
0: maybe you could just do a Zuna voice. That would be good.
4: Well, Zuna was very low. <laughs> she right. was very sexy, very sultry, and there was the the double entendre in everything she said.
0: Yes. What is she, where is she from, I guess, is my next question. Where is Zuna was from? Was she
4: the, the Princess of Cleoria?
0: That's, that's right. Yeah. Princess of Cleoria. I'm, I'm, so, I, so we'll talk a little more about that later on uh, on another, another interview if I can, but I really want to, we, with the little time that we have, talk just a bit about your Sharon Hadley character because that is the first play that we did which is called right number wrong party and you you were Sharon Hadley I think Andrew has a clip for us to listen to here we go
6: my name is officer Bennett Hadley my badge number is 42319 and I need to know the location of who I'm was-
4: sorry officer Hadley I do not have such information would you like to speak with my supervisor? Hell
6: yes I would just a second what is it?
4: Hi honey I was just calling to see if you were on your way- Damn it,
6: Sharon I'm on the phone
4: what? Oh I'm sorry. Should I... should... Sir? Sir? Are you there? Which supervisor would you like to... Forget it! Sharon! Yes, honey?
6: Look, I'm in the middle of something right now.
4: I didn't mean to make you mad. I'm not...
6: I'm not mad. You just... you just caught me at a bad time, okay? I'm sorry. Don't. Don't be sorry. Can I call you back? I've got to call the station house, okay? Okay. I won't be a moment. Okay. And Sharon, honey? Yes? I love you.
4: Love you too okay bye
0: that's fantastic I I still can't get over the way the sound effects go between the different the telephone sounds so you can hear both Sharon's husband and her, your character mm-hmm. on the phone talking to each other and it's a it's a really good value and yeah. at this point Sharon is a bit cowed would you say
4: yes by, by him yeah by Definitely.
0: Bennett yes yes what do you thinks motivating her I guess at this point? Tell me a little bit about her character at this point.
4: Uh, well, the first level I guess of the character at this point is that you know, she's she's the wife of a very domineering man and he's a police officer, he's, you know, a pillar of society and, and she's very much under his thumb, but she I think, you know, comes off as still loving him. So, that's the character she's trying to be right now, is still the loving wife trying trying to make him happy trying to not make him angry because bad things happen when he gets angry so it's just you know walking on the eggshells for her very much you know on the basic level is to not piss him off basically
0: and and honestly you're phenomenal in this role thanks, jocelyn you were that was the one that that won both andrew and i over to be able to use you in many different things and I'm so thankful for you to come. Now, before you go, I have one more question from you. What would you like to see out of Shadowlands in future plays and future scripts?
4: I really like the direction it's heading. That's one of the main reasons that I auditioned was because you had the the, the portions of scripts online so that people could bring them in to audition from. And I was really intrigued. And actually, the the one that I auditioned with, I really wanted to play, and I didn't. (laughs) But I really liked the scripts that were up there. I like the sci-fi, the fantasy because it's sort of an underused genre which is I think starting to come back and I again, the X-Files I think really did a lot to you know make it popular because it was never probably popular. Um but it's it's you guys have some really interesting scripts and some really interesting stories and ideas and you're both incredibly prolific. So <laughs> Hopefully it will continue to go on for a few years and and really gain people's interest and attention and and maybe it'll be a water cooler thing.
0: Sounds like a great idea. Hey, I like the idea of it water, being a water Shadowlands the water cooler. <laughs> the water cooler episodes. Thank you so very much for coming in, Josslyn. Look Thank forward you. to seeing you and hearing you. Thanks, Jack. This has been an Electric Vicuña production.